the group chat yet? What's really good? Yeah. Welcome back to the Unauthorized Black Girl Podcast. You know, your unauthorized, uncheckable, mm. unadulterated audio experience with your favorite unauthorized black girl. So it's Kamisi. And Diana. And, you know, it's fall guys <laughs> <laughs> the first day of fall welcome please let motherfucking summer go away because oh honestly God. it's 88 degrees my wig sliding back i was sweating <laughs> walking from the bus like i'm kind of over it. i want a nice little spring fall weather you don't feel that i'm okay like i like the fall because you know mary j black said it's bad bitch fall so i'm with it heard it bad bitch fall. heard it that's my new thing so i'm going with it going with the seasons you know yeah i prefer Oh, bad bitches ball. <laughs> now, I prefer the fall because fall, you know, ends December 20, 21st for niggas who don't know. And, you know, our birthdays are in the fall. Technically, but I consider myself a winter baby. Oh, no, not me. You say yourself a fall child? Uh, yes, fall child. I can't wear, I can never wear fall outfits on my birthday. I can. It's a week away from my birthday, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you don't some, know what I could do. Okay, you, you're right. Depending on where you go. But exactly. if your ass stays here, guess what? We wearing the same type of outfits or we're freezing both of our asses off. You know, it's always cold and it blows mine. Like, why is December it's that cold? It's always dumb cold. So you're going to tell me, oh, you got a fall birthday. Suck my dick. No, I don't. It's definitely winter. I have a fall birthday just for the people that try it. Like, they're like, oh, da da da. Nope, it's not winter until December 21st. So get it correct. What are you What are you doing? Yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, if we're being politically correct, mm-hmm. technically correct, but yeah, you know. So I wanted to know, like, what are feelings that are better than an orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> a nice fall breeze. No, oh, really? like for me personally, I love to come home mm-hmm. from like a trip and my room be clean. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about real clean. Like my sheets are freshly washed. Everything is oh, like crisp. made up crisp crisp exactly because my room is usually a mess so mm-hmm. there's something nice coming home from like your trip the fucking plane is usually chaotic and then it's like oh a breeze or it's like you know when you um so that's better than orgasm to you it's yeah low-key no no better <laughs> i don't know they're they go hand in hand you got crisp sheets you got good orgasms they go hand in hand. but i i also feel like i really enjoy um you know when you wash your clothes and you put on some jeans from the dryer mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're not warm. they're not hot they're not nice you know they've been sitting in the closet maybe for like an hour they still got a little bit of that heat for the morning like oh yes especially when it's cold outside it's oh, good. that's the best way to do it, guys. And you know, like, the stretch of a nice, freshly washed pair of jeans. They just, they mm-hmm. have a certain, like, the zhuzh in them, you know. You no, know, they make the ass look fat. Fat, fat. Like, mm-hmm. really. It's, like, very. That's, those are things that are, like. Better than orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, what tops that feeling? I'm trying to think. I think, like, when I'm really trying to do something, like, if it's a project or anything, and it takes me forever. <laughs> to figure this shit out but when i figure it i'll be like wow yeah i don't really think orgasms are the same it just comes like oh wow shit mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like that to me takes so much mental strength yeah. nigga that it's better wow <laughs> honestly that's really good i feel like a simple bitch i'm over here like ooh, sheets <laughs> and warm pants and you're like it's the strive and getting to the top of the thing that i really wanted top yeah. of the mountain yeah i'm trying to think um, if I finish a book that I said I was gonna finish, because you know I got first issues. of all, you don't know nothing about that. You know I got what motherfucking book? issues. <laughs> you still on page seven of that Toni Morrison book? Honestly, I stopped it because I felt like my spirit wasn't <laughs> oh, aligning. Now, now you so stopped now, it. <laughs> now I'm on to a new book. 
Because my friend sent me a book. I all sent me a book. So I was like, you know what? Let me just start this book because (laughs) (laughs) my spirit wasn't letting me finish. Mm -hmm, I feel like you mm -hmm. know, you know, because like there's times when I like Difficult Women, one of my favorite books by Roxane Gay. I had that book for a day and I finished it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like, you know, like I had things to do too and I've still finished it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know when your spirit wants to read and Mm -hmm. when it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to stop forcing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like when it comes to books, like if I read the first couple of pages and and I'm not pulled in, it's a, it's a dub. Like I'm, (laughs) I can't continue at this point. If the first couple of pages don't speak to me, then it's a wrap. So writers out there, make sure the first couple of pages is the best. Even Mm -hmm. if the ending is shitty, at least we read to the end. Because we judge a book. Not by its cover, but by its introduction, bitch. Honestly. <laughs> and the cover, too. Don't have no shitty cover. Oh, shit. <laughs> you don't judge books by covers? I'm thinking about those hood books that I used to read. They used to have terrible covers. But, like, they were interesting, terrible covers. Like, it was, like, the graphics. Like, the always... worst graphics ever. <laughs> but at least it's interesting. What is one of them? I'm trying to figure out. It's one, like, everybody read. Like, you know, it was a series. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember the name of it. Fuck. Oh, and it well. was, like, about a couple, right? Yes. I, d- I know what you're talking about. There's so many of them, though. They were so graphic. You should not have... I was reading that at, like, 13. So graphic. I used what to the read the little, the little Zane ones. Zane! Yes, I read mm-hmm. Zane, too. Fuck, what were you doing? <laughs> Being children. She knew good and well. <laughs> I was reading all of them. Probably, like, yeah, we were too little to be reading that shit. Because it was very graphic. Like, very, very, like... <laughs> it's fine. The, the visuals were crazy. <laughs> I kept turning the page. Let me say, I did I get to the end? I got to the end. Maybe it took less than a day. Who knows? Depends on how good the story was. Oh. Yeah. I still love those. But, but yeah, you know, we're going to get into our, our unauthorized social media commentary. So, first of all, we know that little Takashi 69 is a whole ass snitch. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over him. Like, OD. Like, honestly, if we're being real. Yeah. I think the memes coming out of this shit, though, mm-hmm. I am crying. You saw the shit. It was like, ooh, FASFA and Sally Mae is part of <laughs> And I agree. They are. They are part of the nine tray bloods. <laughs> first of all, let's talk about how <laughs> this nigga Takashi had Nicki Minaj saying Treyway. Mm hmm. I'm not saying it because I'm not a part of that shit. Just let's be clear before. Yeah. <laughs> in case Takashi gonna put our names into it too, since he calling everybody out, we are not affiliated. Right. Hey. So if you guys are not aware, Takashi Six Nine is on trial right now, and if you need to go back and check episode two, right, mm-hmm. where we talk about Takashi's ass, that's where we talk about it more because he started the trial. Like this trial started a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's just getting like a lot, like, very heated right now because. He's calling people out. He's saying who, like, his involvement with the Nine Trey Bloods, which is the fact that um he used them to help grow his fan base and his popularity. And basically, he was just the mo- monetary backing for them. And they would help him by being bodyguards, the Nine Trays. So <clears throat> my only issue with that shit is, Diana, I just feel like, why didn't you go and find MS-13? Like, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> That's petty. Why you want to? Because his ass is Mexican, you know? <laughs> he is. He, I think he is Mexican. Actually, yeah. I'm not sure what he is. Um, he's Mexican. He's I feel Mexican. like he's Mexican. <laughs> I really do. My ten, my senses are tingling. Now he, I think he is. But you think the issue is that he chose the wrong gang? I think he chose the wrong gang. First of all, that's my first thing because you're like to me. It seems very suspicious that you chose nine trade bloods. These bloods were alone for mad long. Nobody knew nothing about them. As soon as you started, now everything is up in flames. Like it's like you really came to kind of like just take over 
another black sect like section of um society and that's my issue because it's these kind of people because Takashi technically is a minority like you are a minority but the way you're running is just like you run like these white people because you coming in and then you're taking over of course you're doing bad things that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying like the way that things were done and now you're snitching on everybody it's like you have no code like you're not even a part of the streets like you're not that type of person mm-hmm. so why you in it and you're using them for fame like you're using that whole gangster mentality that's what I'm saying people have an obsession with the hood like mm-hmm. leave the hood alone like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't get it I mean I agree with that part I feel like yeah like people have that obsession with being down and doing whatever is necessary mm-hmm. but all I'm saying is obviously nine trade got the marketing <laughs> shit the fuck together because they need to open up a firm stop fucking around with this gang shit and put some LLC behind nine Treyway nah, it'll be way Trey mm-hmm. you know change up the name a little bit because obviously it seemed like Cardi a part of it Jim Joe it's, it's Cardi a part of it Look, I wouldn't be too shocked. All I'm saying is they putting people on. They made Takashi blow the fuck up. Like they got some talent, honestly, behind their they organization. Do. And I feel like he chose the right people to mm. get what the fuck he wanted. I know people are upset that he's snitching, but honestly, um, they did him dirty. He gonna die either way. They yeah, either mm, they gonna send us to a different country. He's he not gonna be able to stay here. He but die. they did him dirty. Like he let's talk about like they didn't they rob his mom, fuck his baby moms, do a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Like they fucked him over and then it's like, oh, don't snitch. Fuck out of here. Because I was gonna like I feel I'm not gonna say I'm a snitch, but like How much <laughs> you gonna do like, to me? How for, much can I take? <laughs> you I'm if you're my friend and if we were just in this gang shit together and we were all t- on all the line then it would be like okay but i just feel like how are you going to like fucking do the most fuck over my mom's rob from me steal from me they've been stealing from him and then it's like you're gonna really fuck my baby moms like we not part we not blood we're not and not blood like gang blood but like you know we're not we're not family we're not crew and then it's like oh now y'all mad that i'm snitching no nigga I'm mad that you did all this fuck shit. So guess what? Karma, biatch. But it's gonna, it's gonna be like first of all. So it's not his fault for getting involved with them in the first place because he should have minded his business and found MS13 because they would have been on his level. You don't think so? I don't know how MS13 work, honestly. I don't know either. But they seem like that. That would be more your kin. They probably would not have raped. Like I'm not raped. Um, like fucked up your grandmother. All this shit. You know, mm-hmm. like you probably would have been. You probably would have been good. You feel me? I don't know. Honestly, so Diana's saying she would be a snitch if shit happened to her. That's I'm not. All I'm need, not. That's all y'all need to don't get put me. This. Honestly, don't put me in no gang if you gonna fuck me over. Cause guess what? I'm snitching on all of y'all. I'm telling them that you ain't change your drawers, you ain't change your socks, you be eating food off the floor, you be picking your nose and no one's looking. I am doing all of it because you. There's a certain level of code mm-hmm. that I feel like goes both ways, and we want to be like snitch, snitch, snitch. Granted, he is snitching on a lot of people. Oh, like, damn. I don't get... I feel like he... he could, is he, pulling he, out all the names. He, he should have kept it to, like, the people that fucked him over. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't need to be extra. But at this point, he's like, fuck everything, taking everybody down with him. But he's that type of nigga to me. He's not, you know, he's yeah. not he's yeah. not sane. So, but when he's snitching, at, I understand why he's snitching a little bit. I just think he's doing the most. And he's pulling in and giving more information than he needs to. But right mm-hmm. now, I feel like he's in self-preservation mode. He is, but that don't mean he's not going to die. I feel like you're in preservation mode for what? Because our people, you do think they're not going to kill you. Like, you think <laughs> you think they're not going to kill you. Like, n- niggas hold grudges so deep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a generational it grudge. Is, if they don't mean, get to mm-hmm. kill you, your kids are dying. If they don't get to kill your kids, your kids' kids are dying. Like, 
it's okay. Somebody's getting murdered in your mm-hmm. lineage, so you might as well just shut up. <laughs> Damn, that's a fact. If honestly they don't hurt him, they don't hurt like someone in his family. Like oh, yeah. he has to relocate his whole fucking family. No, they probably already started. They probably looking for them. Them niggas probably like in some shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. over Takashi, you know I'm over it. Like you should have just minded your business from the first place, knew who you were, and that's it. That's the fucking fact right there. <laughs> like Takashi, Loki, you made the bed. Now you gotta sleep in it. Like yeah. it is what it is. Like, people always want to... It's your choices. You made the choice, and now that's what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. So, enough of Takashi motherfucking 6 9 Dumbass mm-hmm. nigga. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get into the Sandy Hooks ad that was plaguing the entire social media feed mm-hmm. this week. So, basically, the ad showed... It was, like, a back-to-school ad where they were showing kids buying school supplies, such as, like, pencils and paper and all the regular things. But the ad was basically turning them into school supplies that could be used in case there was a mass shooting at the school so for example the new clothes you can be getting can actually be used to like bandage up gunshot wounds or the scissors that you bought in your art kit could actually be used to help you know untie somebody that somebody Mm -hmm. tried to like capture and i felt like it was like very strong of an ad because in the beginning it like leads you into it like it's very like calm and cool like oh my god it's bad it sounds mm-hmm. like every target old navy ad like get your latest thing so and then like it like makes like a shift where all of a sudden you're like wait what the fuck and it takes like a dark turn even though the energy of the ad stayed relatively positive yeah it stayed pre- pretty light because it wasn't like oh we're about to use these um, scissors to stab are like you exactly. know it wasn't like yeah. that <laughs> it was just like yeah you can help your friend and um, even these like the color pencils can be used just in case someone's coming your way like to defend mm-hmm. yourself it was very very light it was a very light ad mm-hmm. but um which is like interesting because it's not a light topic so yeah. it was like a nice way for them to like juxtapose, juxtapose like something so heavy and something that's like so mundane because back to school is so regular Regular. yeah Yeah. i just think it's insane that um we're actually having a lot of these drills now like school shooting drills but it's like no one is thinking about the gun laws the gun laws are pretty much staying the same because Mm -hmm. the nra is so powerful Mm -hmm. in the united states the second amendment is so powerful like i feel like we care so much i i actually didn't think this country cared so much about guns versus little white kids so Sandy Hook to me is crazy because mm-hmm. like these are white kids that are dying you know children like very young children not mm-hmm. no high school shit like very young babies so you have little white kids dying and y'all niggas still do not say like hmm let's change these gun laws that means you don't care like that's the highest level of not care it's crazy to me it's insane it's, it's like actually disgusting so my uncle actually bought my younger cousin's backpacks that have um a bulletproof backing Mm-hmm. So in case a school shooting happens in their school, they can at least use their backpack as protection, mm-hmm. either in front of them or when they're running away. And I was like, that is so fucking terrible. Like, I would hate to have to, like, go back to school shopping and, like, think, about, oh, yeah, let's pick out which, which, oh, look, the best, the, let's take the um, book bag with the unicorns, da 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 And then imagine, like, reading the tag to have to be like, oh, can stop at AK-47. Like, imagine how mm-hmm. fucking crazy it is. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, wait that's where we're living so like that that ad really hit me because like my uncle is already doing that type of and shit Vegas is actually a place too like a very hot spot for things like that to happen yeah so it's just like to me when he said that I was just like this is regular shit and like his kids heard that and they're not even like 
they're not they're scared but not like terrified it's just like it's regular something they have to mm-hmm. accept like yeah. it's a kind of like a part of something that could potentially happen and it's becoming normalized at this point mm-hmm. to a certain extent where we're instead of like taking preventative measures of having it happen we're just defend we're setting our kids up to be defenders yeah to defend themselves against exactly so we're just we're actually like very much like um perpetuating violence and i think it's very interesting the way that we're doing it because we're saying like no one's lives matter as much as our second amendment matters like guns uh, exactly (laughs) so guns are better than your life and then we're perpetuating violence because we are teaching these kids like this is what you have to do when these things happen Mm -hmm. so i can see a lot of like issues occurring with children in just the psychological ways Mm -hmm. and then very much the physical ways and how like that is going to like manifest in their lives and Mm -hmm. i think it's like it's interesting that no one in the government is even like thinking like how can we do something about this Mm -hmm. except for the new like obviously the new women who are like who just got elected into senate who Mm -hmm. are women of color and i feel like it's very important that we as millennials take our time to like really research all these motherfucking candidates right now so that when 2020 comes we can get this fucking nigga out of office yes. like and not, pick the like, right fucking person yeah this shit is disgusting like it's crazy now like it's ridiculous we're living in i would say one of the worst times mm-hmm. so far but i i, I kind of feel like i'm trying to see like how we're really gonna affect everything globally because as you know, like things are just like it's everything is a catalyst. So mm-hmm. I feel like I just remember when Brexit happened, I was like, all right, Trump is getting elected because mm-hmm. it's just things like that that show you like this is how the world operates. Mm-hmm. So America right now is at the forefront where whatever we do is kind of gonna like become the, the domino. Stage. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be the domino effect. So whatever we choose, because there's a lot of ignorant people running for president right now mm-hmm. and a lot of shady shit going on, but it's like who is gonna be the best to like really change whatever is going on because we still have little areas right now that are going through some type of depression like it's a lot of shit going on in the economy like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy mm-hmm. so i i just feel like i'm very i don't want i don't know what the word is it's not like happy but like i feel hopeful? like the ad yeah i'm hopeful because i feel like the ad kind of like the ad went viral right mm-hmm. in a sense people were very very much like very moved by the ad and I feel like we are on the path to understand that we have to like make change happen so I hope that we're really gonna rally together hopefully yeah because honestly we're just making um this is going to become have a cyclical effect I love that (laughs) it's like Camisi's favorite word yeah (laughs) it's gonna like create a cyclical effect or and because we're basically teaching kids to defend themselves against guns, but we're not giving them... This is, like, basically, like, the Native Americans and, like, the white man. Like, the Native Americans are fighting with bows and arrows, and the white man is fighting with guns and all this other type bombs. of shit and bombs and stuff. And you're kind of, like... It's like bringing a knife to a gun match mm-hmm. or however that saying goes. And at some point, the kids are going to be like, fuck this, I don't want to keep dying. And they're going to perpetuate buying guns because in their heads, who knows, if they start to, like... um kind of start thinking the only way I can fight guns is with guns. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people... If this continues to happen, people are going to just get tired because... You know what's her name? That Emma Gonzalez girl was talking about, like you know, this we have to change. Da da da. Everyone is talking about we need to change, we need to change. But like, 
nothing is happening. So no one has power. Like not as much as NRA, obviously. Yeah, like, NRA is like literally like a powerhouse. Like we have no idea how many people put money into NRA. Like it's mm-mm. crazy. It's really crazy. Like you're thinking about billionaires that are funding the NRA every single day. Like as we speak, as we speak. Companies like we're talking about billion dollar companies, billion dollar trade. Like we have no idea what's going on. So I feel like we just have to be as aware as possible and try to make our money count and try to do what we're supposed to do in society so we can change this fucking shit. Bro, I just I just Googled it. The salary of the CEO of the NRA, what do you think his salary is? His salary. Like a couple mil. Well, what would you say? Okay, I would say like maybe 20 mil. Okay, no. Chill, chill, chill. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's but his good. salary is five mil. Oh, okay. Which, okay, like, no. I'm, that's fucking ridiculous. Okay. His salary. Less than do I you, thought. Do you understand? <laughs> like, that, that means their their company has so much company, mm-hmm. but their, what is it called? Their pack, super pack, whatever the fuck they are, has so much money, they can afford to pay the CEO. Five mil. <laughs> are you fucking kidding? Like, ridiculous. That's disgusting. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we can continue with this topic forever because that's how enraged we are. But, you know, like for now, we're just going to stem into something else so that we're not as annoyed and tired of the bullshit. <laughs> so um, we're about to get into our unauthorized thoughts. And for this segment, we have a special guest, one of my best friends, um, Kiana, a.k.a. Keeks hey. Curls on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. <laughs> but um, she is a content creator right now, also a YouTuber and, of course, an entrepreneur. So let's get into it. Yes. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Long Thank time coming. Having me. You know, I've been <laughs> waiting for this moment for a while now. We're not going to get into what you were saying because she was cursing me out. First saying, of all, like, I was oh. like, why haven't I been on the podcast? Yet I'm trying to figure out. Like, timing on. is everything. Look, now we in the I mean, studio. You're right. We you're was right. on a on a on a bedroom floor. Okay. Talk about I it. mean, <laughs> I mean, you gotta start where you gotta start. It's fine. No, you we were on the bedroom floor though. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's still people on the bedroom floor. So please. All right. <laughs> humble beginning. I'm still humble though. It's okay because our memoir about to be dumb. Lit. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna add some. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna add extra shit. Like honestly, the roaches was what? <laughs> Did not do that. For a fact, they were not doing that because I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. Oh <laughs> trying to make it sound terrible. <laughs> I'm yeah. really weak. But yeah, so this segment we're gonna be talking about religion, um, also a little bit of spirituality and how we can relate to that as a millennial and how. How being that right now is unauthorized because niggas have no faith. So, <laughs> so none. Um, Hiana, you are known as like a faith influencer in a sense. Am I? You're not. I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our first question for you is like, what is like, what is it like balancing religion and being a millennial? Balancing religion and being a millennial. I think, um, especially within our generation now it's gotten easier and more acceptable because people aren't so focused on what other people think about them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more accepted because it's like, okay, people are like taking into account this is who I am and I'm not, I'm unapologetic about it. So for me personally, I realized that too. It's like, you're gonna take it, you're gonna take me for what I am or you're just not going to take me at all. And that's fine too because everybody has their own preference of who and what they like, but it's like, this is my faith, this is what I believe, this is how I am, and I'm not going to be limited in any way, and that's just that. 
Mm. What you gotta say, Diana? Faithless heathen. What? <laughs> I'm not a faithless heathen. I'm someone who's definitely like more spiritual. So I feel no, like I just have to do that. I'm not. Do that. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not like. Um, I I grew up Catholic. Um, so my faith was growing up was different than like you know both of you guys. You guys are Christian. Yes, I am. I, I went through the whole process, bitch. I'm confirmed. Okay. <laughs> confirmed the only sacrament i'm missing is motherfucking marriage because i'm not ready yet but i'm also not a catholic anymore so it doesn't matter it's neither here nor there so like i feel like stop being judgmental come easy i'm not judging her i just like to annoy diana (laughs) so i feel like i've definitely definitely just took the spiritual route and i kind of see like god as representative of a higher power a higher being and i think we use different names uh some people say the universe. Some people call it mm-hmm. Allah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Buddha. Like, it kind of has different streams for different people. And I'm just not... I'm very against saying, like, hey, your faith is wrong. Mm-hmm. So I feel mm-hmm. like we all have our own beliefs because why would someone want to turn to me and be like, what you believe is wrong or what you believe right. is wrong? That's not fair to me. So I feel like there is this higher power that many people do believe in and it comes in many shapes and forms and we don't know enough about it. To define it. <laughs> to Right. define it right. or to tell someone they're right or they're right. wrong so you know i go in the spiritual route i'll be talking to the universe but mm-hmm. i also find myself talking specifically to god um because that's what i'm most accustomed to mm-hmm. even though my um my upbringing as a catholic is very different from people who identify as like christians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well, that's interesting because my I was thinking about the whole universe topic because I feel like people are very against like the universe. So like if you say to like an older Christian person and you say like, oh, um, I believe in the universe or I believe in this, it's like, what What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like there's only one God. Like there's no like. like say God. Don't it, say universe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, can I do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Can I be who I want to be and mm-hmm. believe what I want? And it's like you feel very repressed mm-hmm. in um in Christianity sometimes because I know that was my situation and that's why I feel like I associate more with spirituality than religion mm-hmm. so for me like um I went to a church we're not gonna call the church's name you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> went to a church and I feel like they just I would always have questions because my thing is like I'm very inquisitive with mm-hmm. with religion I'm like what does this mean like why do I have to do this mm-hmm. blah 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 and I feel like the whole thing was like because it says it in the Bible because we said so and I'm like <laughs> like are you serious because <laughs> like, <'cause> it <laughs> like how not saying nothing against the Bible like I I do read it because I do feel like it relates to a lot of the things that um we go through in mm-hmm. day-to-day life but where does this specifically say that? Because interpretation is such a big thing in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I could interpret it differently. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you feel with like being, rep- do you feel repressed or did you ever feel like there was a point where you ever were repressed in Christianity? Um, That has been a major, I don't want to say issue, but a major um thing that I've been going through as of lately, because like you said, I don't want to ever feel like I'm doing stuff just to go with the flow mm-hmm. of, oh, this is tradition. Like, yes, it's tradition, but tell me why it's a tradition. Like, show me why it's a tradition. I don't want to only just take what you're saying and then be just so conformed and used to this routine of doing what we're doing just on the sole purpose of doing it because it's been done Mm -hmm. for years. So I've been going through that. And just I think it also relates for me of not being so feeling confined and, and pressured to feel like I have to 
go to church and and be a Christian in that sense and like you know just that my spirituality and my religion my my relationship with God is so bound to being in a church and being you know under the leadership of a church like your relationship with God should not just it's not a routine of you going to church every Sunday and I had to realize that because I feel like a lot of Christians and a lot of people have gone through this where it's like dang if I miss a Sunday Mm-hmm. I feel horrible because I have people ridiculing me about not going to church on Sunday because it's like, dang, you miss church. And it's just like, why should you feel that way when it's like, that's it's not dependent on, you know, your relationship with God. That doesn't mean that God loves you any less. It doesn't mean that, oh, like, you're off your routine. So, you know, it's just a dub for you. Like, you're going to hell. Like, <laughs> this, this is not, it does <laughs> it not is happen. All over it does not happen that way. So I had to really do some work and, like, you know, reflecting on myself and thinking, okay, why do I feel like this? It's because this has become a, a routine from me and my family. So it's like getting out of that routine, they automatically associate that with you not being in alignment with God mm-hmm. and not, you know. Ooh, I resonate heavily. Yeah, it's just like, heavily. oh, like you're 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 participating Ooh. in the devil's stuff. Like you're not you're not in church. Where where were you going? And it's just like my relationship with God is deeper than that. Like I've actually built a relationship with God because you can have a routine, but you don't have a relationship. And I feel like a lot of Christians have that. And it's just like, oh, because I go to church every Sunday, and you know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm secure. No, like, do you pray? You could still. You do could you still have that relationship? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Let me get know. to heaven, right, and they're gonna send you straight downstairs because you wasn't doing what you should have. But you went every Sunday. Yeah, like, so it's just exactly. like that stuff matters. It, that's that's been a a huge thing for me lately. It's like really getting to the the you know surface of everything i mean the underlying surface of everything is like okay why do i feel this way mm-hmm. why do i believe this like mm-hmm. i feel like there's just the guidelines sometimes of like religion it, it, it they don't make sense to me it takes away from the whole uh, the relationship yeah. spirituality like having a connection because i personally feel like for example like homosexuality is looked mm-hmm. down upon in like the church mm-hmm. right and I feel like the way that some, not all churches are like mm-hmm. this, but some churches like really ridicule people mm-hmm. who um, aren't straight mm-hmm. in any type of... Heavy. Talk yeah. about it. <laughs> okay. Talk about it. And all I'm trying to say is I don't feel like we'd be doing that to cheaters. Sin is and sin at the end of the that, day. Say it again. He's <laughs> like, sin is sin, but I always view it as this. Like, the Ten Commandments was like, you know, that teacher who was like, look, I know y'all ain't paid attention all semester but look if there's 10 things that you need to take (laughs) away from what the fuck i was teaching y'all is this shit right here and all i'm saying is the 10 commandments don't talk about homosexuality sexuality and no type of way but it'd be saying thou shall not you know covet someone else's wife or some shit like that and i'm just like but y'all y'all just y'all just you know ooh, i'm gonna just read past that one and like that for some reason like that's more acceptable Mm -hmm. than like homosexuality and Mm -hmm. i just feel like those should be like the top 10 things that people are like if there's anything i shouldn't do if mm-hmm. there's anything that makes me like a bad person in god's eyes it's right. literally these 10 things like do not do mm-hmm. and we like to pick and choose and that like the whole thing you're talking about with interpretation like people want to choose and uh because we're human we choose what we think is worse mm-hmm. based off of ourselves in Which my makes opinion no sense and what we visibly can see like, exactly because if you don't identify as gay then it's a lot easier for you to ridicule someone who's gay Mm -hmm. because maybe you are someone who has cheated or maybe you're someone who's lustful for others or Mm -hmm. can feel how, you know, hey, I guess that makes sense. But being gay just cannot make sense for me. So uh, I remember even reading and I was like, oh, women, women can't wear pants. Like that was like a Mm -hmm. really big thing. I was just like, 
like I'm wearing pants right now. Like mm-hmm. so we can't we like to pick and choose sometimes. What we allow. Certain people like yeah. to pick and choose and I don't I don't think it's fair. We either have to be able to look at this as like a rubber band clause where you know, this is how it was in that time mm-hmm. and like it is this time now and we have to like make changes to it mm-hmm. as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's also the issue cuz it religion makes people to me more um like they're not very fluid in their knowledge like they're very stuck on one thing like they're very like it's this and that Mm -hmm. and that's it like everything is black and white and when you go into detail about sexuality and stuff like that it's also it's very very fluid so I feel like that's another reason why religion is so down upon and a lot of people who are millennials look towards like spirituality because spirituality seems like it's more accepting Mm -hmm. of everything and religion played the fact that it was supposed to be accepting of everything Mm -hmm. but it gave you so many guidelines that we're like what Mm -hmm. like you dead ass want me to do this Mm -hmm. like (laughs) like it'll make sense because to me like i've been to churches well my old church (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> where like you listen to the pastor and he's just talking about homophobia all day every day and then things happen within the church and what happened within the structure and it's grimy as shit mm-hmm. and then you're like hmm that was very grimy mm-hmm. so how are we gonna sit here and look down upon these people who never done anything to you mm-hmm. like you're sitting here and acting like somebody who was who was actually gay came and like stabbed you with a knife like that's how you're acting for you to have such animosity towards them it doesn't make sense to me so like I feel like people just don't like things that they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a big thing with religion because it's like if we don't, if it's not here in this book and we don't understand it, then it doesn't make sense and it can't exist. And so like it's, it's not in my world, you know? Mm. And I think that's so crazy to me because like there's so much we don't understand about mm-hmm, the world. Right. And I feel like we put a lot of that stuff into religion. So that's like why it's like, oh, but you like not every you don't like the truth is we don't truly know what god is we don't know we can't completely understand like what he is if that makes sense like i can tell you this is a table it is made out of wood and if i did the research i could tell you where it came from da, 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 da. we don't fully understand like like god not jesus <laughs> but like you know god yeah. the power even yeah. like we don't, how like, things happen we don't we don't understand it mm-hmm. so we i won't ever will we, we never will we're not meant like, to exactly yeah. we're not meant to but we want to so bad but that's the, but <laughs> we can accept it you get what i'm saying even though we don't fully understand mm-hmm. it it is something that that we can accept mm-hmm. but we choose like when it comes to other things that we just that are a lot a lot more um if you can gain understanding from it, exactly just try to exactly. understand it exactly <laughs> exactly and I, that to me it's just like but you get this you but the thing that's like on the ground like you can touch and you can Mm -hmm. feel you can see like you can ask questions about like you're having issues mm -hmm. understanding so to me it's a choice you're choosing not to so Mm -hmm. it's like that's up to you and that's a personal flaw i'm Mm -hmm. saying it's a flaw so Mm -hmm. yeah but um what role do you think sexuality as as like a cover all plays in religion or yeah fornication i think it plays a huge role in religion um a lot of people become really judgmental when it comes to sexuality, whether it is, it is regarding homosexuality or just being, um, you know, celibate before marriage or abstinent and stuff. Like, it it's, it plays a huge role into, like, how you, you know, operate in your everyday life. I know, like, for me, personally, I've been celibate for the last three years. And that's played a Oh, huge- my God. <laughs> 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 no, I said that to people. They be like, "Wait, uh, yeah." Um, and that that was a personal choice because I feel like God allows me. He's allowed me to grow and like during like 
God has allowed me to grow within relationships and learn my lessons through relationships. So my last relationship was like really, really toxic and crazy. And it got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't do this. I need to really establish my relationship with you. And that's what I did. So becoming celibate helped me eliminate all distractions, which were relationships in my life. So I feel like that has played a huge part of my religion and my my everyday life and like how I look at my religion and stuff and for others it can play a huge part like that too but I think it is very it's very like magnetized when it comes to religion like how Mm -hmm. sexuality like what your sexuality is um should it be I'm I'm not too sure about that because I feel like there are people who are very contradictory when it comes to um, their sexuality like there's there are pastors out here <laughs> there are people within the church that are practicing one thing and saying another and I think that's a huge problem I like think that's one of the biggest things so <laughs> that's that on that like <laughs> practice what you preach don't really do it like <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah I know like when I was younger that a lot of the whole thing with sexuality was like oh like don't have sex before marriage because if you do that then you you're going to hell. hell you're going to hell <laughs> to save yourself for the right person and all this bullshit so you know like little me was like oh my god, oh my god i could go to hell at <laughs> any day <laughs> but not like not, not like that but like oh my god i'm having sexual thoughts like i could be like 13 oh my god first experience it is scared like, you it's, it's very scary so i knew that sexuality was a big thing in i think church. i like, think that's also because it's not it's not explained it's just like another one of those things where it's like okay these are the rules mm-hmm. and you follow them and that's that like don't mm-hmm. ask me any questions and it shouldn't be like that like mm-hmm. I can tell you for a fact that the church that I used to go to, sex was not talked about. So it's like if you expect, if you're saying these are the rules and you're expecting people to abide by these so-called rules that you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, that are that are in the Bible and stuff or that like we should practice, but you're not discussing why and like, you know, the benefits of not, you know, participating in these practices, it's like you're setting me up for failure because mm-hmm. I'm going to have these thoughts. It's natural. We're human. Mm-hmm. We're sexual beings. We're going to have sexual thoughts. Mm-hmm. And you're just telling me, don't do it. But you're not explaining why and then what to do, you know, like if I am having these thoughts and just saying, you know what, you're not going to be condemned because it is natural. Like mm-hmm. Jesus, when he was here, he faced all of these temptations. So it's natural for you to have these thoughts, but it's you can work through them. Like that's mm-hmm. not explained and it's not gone. You don't go into detail. You don't hear anybody going into detail. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. The and it seems time. like it's just like, it's common sense to do that because mm-hmm. if you're telling me, okay, don't do this. The next thing I'm going to ask is, okay, but why? Like yeah. explain it to me. And that's not explained. And, and it's an can. issue. <laughs> and you can't explain it because you've just been told don't do it. And yeah. that's that, but you mm-hmm. haven't practiced it. And you know, your conscience may not bother you. Like it might bother me. So it's like, whatever because everybody's different yeah so now no one's gonna talk about sex but people are still gonna have sex because that's what happens <laughs> right? right but now it's like oh you didn't know about condoms right or, you know you thought that you couldn't get std from oral right and now oh damn now you got a kid and an std you don't know how your so, cycle works you like, don't know exactly and it's just like these young girls like that's why like these young girls <laughs> that i'm close with that like um went to the church the same church that i did i taught i made sure i talked to them because i'm like okay yo, you need to have you know the the app called flow where you can track your cycle Mm -hmm. that will tell you when you're (laughs) ovulating like you need to keep track of your cycle because when you're ovulating it's important these things are important it's like if your parents are too scared to talk to you the place that you're going to every sunday is too scared to talk to you about it it's like where are you going to learn your friends aren't going to tell you because they don't know either and it's just like 
it's the blind leading the blind and yeah. it's like i'm trying to eliminate that like i don't need you coming up popping up pregnant because you just honestly were ignorant because mm-hmm. nobody told you mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a problem and i feel like i've noticed that there's like a lot more like pussy conversations as of recent i don't know if you guys have noticed i've seen like on social media especially on youtube mm-hmm. like i see a lot more things on my feed talking about like mm-hmm. oh it's you know vag- vagina questions or like if you have a yeast infection mm-hmm. or if you have bv or something like that mm-hmm. and i feel like it's a long time coming because i'm always talking about like vaginal health and mm-hmm. how like infections like that are very common even though like we haven't like they're not acceptable mm-hmm. even though they happen to a lot mm-hmm. of women a lot and we make them feel like dirty or but it's trans like they actually can carry yeast in their mouth and, and yeah, so yeah, men don't know yeah men yes. don't even know the role they potentially yeah, and it's play. like nigga you're, you're the one doing it like <laughs> you are the reason it's because of you. <laughs> so if you're getting and a recurring yeast infection or bb you your need to check might, your nigga your nigga might be carrying it in his mouth <laughs> you may need to check a, little, a couple other things too honestly and you may also want to watch what you eat in but i don't know that's not, not you're just saying not, yeah just saying. we're not here to give like diagnosis of shit but i just feel like i i feel like um the church not so much religion or spirituality oh maybe religion too because that's more of a structure but like the church especially like kind of perpetuated that like we're not supposed to talk about our our body parts because yeah. they're, they're very sexual and mm-hmm. it's like it, it is a sexual body part but it also is a body part and like the same way we need to worry about like our faces and our skin mm-hmm. and all that type of shit like we should know how to take care of mm-hmm. like the organ that gives life mm-hmm. right especially like it's so powerful this place and we don't it bothers them. me that it's such a hush hush thing because it's like, hello, God created every part of us. Like, mm-hmm. you think He was like, oh, I'm gonna, cre- I'm gonna create the vagina and the penis. Like, He was not, <laughs> secret- <laughs> He was not secretive about it. Like, why are we being so hush hush about stuff Yo, that, like, you know, it's like that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like, God, wa- He He created sex. Like, that's how He wants us to multiply. So for it to be like, oh my God, like. When it comes to sex, don't do it. Like it's right. it's stupid. Yeah. Like talk about sex. Yeah. Like he was like, he get was, him a penis. Right. <laughs> he was screaming it. Vagina. <laughs> if it's small or big, you know, <laughs> he made the sizes and the flavor. Yeah, he yeah. wants. He just wants you to be intentional about it. I think that was his only purpose. Like he just wants you to know that you're purposeful, and he wants you to establish that purpose before you get so caught up in somebody else and like you know multiplying in that way before you have a true sense of who you are because sex does interfere with that i don't care what nobody says like you can become digmatized you can become yeah. pussy whip like what i don't care it's like true. and it will keep you that? from doing what you're doing like <laughs> but it's true though like it it's will. a distraction because dick don't just come by itself let's just be honest it come with a whole stress and pack it does. that was one of the main reasons mm. i decided to become celibate though because it was like i realized in my last relationship how how sex played a huge part in me allowing stuff that I would never allow if mm-hmm. it wasn't for me having great sex mm-hmm. like no that, it, it was stupid so I'm just like yo if I can eliminate that so I can have you know full-on consciousness and make you know great decisions about if I even like you as a person then this is this has to go mm-hmm. and I'm willing to you know sacrifice oh my mm-hmm. god my lustful desires for that mm-hmm. so what is like now being celibate huh Honestly, Three you know first. what I you know what I've been reading up on. Um, I don't know if y'all are like, you know, if y'all know about like the sacral chakras and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. like your yeah, 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 your sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. Like, what was you gonna say? like one time? Diana like painted her nails the color of the sacral chakra so she could have just like pussy power. You don't remember? I mean, what yeah, was that? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I did." 
I, was I didn't light. know. I was eating uh, oranges and mangoes. As you it was like all sit. orange fruit. As you like, should. As you she should. She was really trying to hone in on her. her <laughs> it's, it's because this is your center. Like, you know, like it all is of your, a lot, especially for a woman. Like all you. of it comes from, from your power. Yeah, yeah. Like your, your sexual. I didn't know. I just recently found that. Yeah. Get a yoni at guys. For real. Your, your, um, creative energy is connected to your, um, sacral chakra and your sexual energy that's what it's called right like your sexual energy your sexual energy yeah, yeah. so right. i didn't like whenever you hear sexual energy you automatically assume it has to do with the act the physical act of yep. sex and it doesn't have to do with creation but it's like no i just learned that it has to do with you being a creator so mm-hmm. when people ask me like oh how have you been celibate for that long it doesn't it doesn't really bother me because i've been creating like mm-hmm. i do that all the time and i'm used to it so i guess for the person who isn't as much of a, of a creative it's like oh i have to have sex to like you know eliminate that that Mm -hmm. you know that energy and for me i've been eliminating it in a different Mm -hmm. way so i don't know if that's the case but it doesn't it doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. as much as it would the other person so yeah and there's also like i don't know i feel like your confidence comes together Mm because you just be focused on yourself right the only person to put you up is yourself the only person to take you down is yourself yourself. so like and whatever that's a battle in itself but like when you're just yourself trying to build yourself mm-hmm. like i don't know there's a power you, like, it, and it's like you paint my shit orange again yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> you like become so aware of like you. what you will not tolerate yes. because you've worked on yourself so much and it's just like yo i'm creating my own piece <laughs> that's a little a little um promo you know <laughs> download creating my piece app you know shameless um, plug <laughs> shameless plug but no that like that has a huge part in like you know building up yourself like you said and like becoming confident in who you are so it's like if somebody approaches you and they're not up mm-hmm. to par it's like no nah, i recognize this for what it is and i'm not having it and that's just a dub so that's me every day <laughs> recognizing these niggas for who they are shut <laughs> up <laughs> like she's always with some like, bullshit she's like, <laughs> like she's annoying <laughs> whatever um i think this is gonna be like our last question mm-hmm. yeah so um Basically, we wanted to know, what does your spiritual journey mean to you? Ooh, what does it mean to me? I feel like it's a huge factor within my life. Um, being that I did grow up in church and being that like religion played a huge part in my life and my upbringing, it's just natural that I'm so gravitated towards you know my relationship with God. And then that just you know overflows into every other area of my life so mm-hmm. spirituality is huge like if without it i feel like you'll just be sleepwalking through life mm-hmm. like you're here but you're not here and that's the last thing i want to do like i feel like it, it ties to my purpose it, it directs me into like where i'm supposed to be going and if i'm doing the right thing because it's like without it you're out of alignment you don't know if you're going or coming you're not fulfilling your purpose because you you don't know you're not connected to like your creator and it's like how can i properly create if i'm not connected to my creator yeah how am i supposed to co-create kind of a fire line Mm. (laughs) what does it mean to you oh shit we all answered this question i just wanted you to answer oh you're gonna answer it too now i want to hear yeah yeah what the fuck you mean just me like (laughs) (laughs) um what does my spiritual journey oh damn am i on a journey I don't know if I'm on a journey per se. We're all on a journey, Diana. Okay, I get every day. I'm journey. walking forward. That's how I feel. I'm but I'm <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going. You know what I mean? But I'd be like, "Yo, do the right shit." 
And <laughs> that's what I focus on being like a good person at the end of the day and doing things without malicious intent. Mm-hmm. I be repeating my mantra. Trying to like, be light. I am li- yes, you already know I I am light because it's just nice and it's mm-hmm. nice to help people and um make sure you're putting love into the world. So that's what I try to do. Um mine is not a you know, map quested. I don't even know why I said map quest. Who the fuck uses map quest? But um, <laughs> Google Maps. Google, Google Maps. Maps. Yeah, there's no like exact destination. But I think it'll be ultimately when I feel like, you know, I'm one of those like self actualized people who, who's who who's risen past the trauma and all the all the BS and like I can really help people mm-hmm. that you know are probably by that time younger than me. Oh when I'm old damn but you know I can help them so that their path doesn't have to be as like random and shorter you know oh my god yeah. I'm so sorry for breathing into the mic like that <laughs> but yeah so uh what does your spiritual journey mean to you can you see oh my goodness I was waiting for this question <laughs> I'm kidding um, so I think that it means to like my spiritual journey is a lot of ebb and flows I feel like there's times that I'm really like, God, what the fuck? And then I'm like, God, you my, you my, st-. like, we are really <laughs> friends. Like, you my BFF. So I go through, like, a lot of the ebb and flows with that. But I just kind of feel like that is kind of who I am. So it really ties into who I am. I feel like I enjoy it. Like you said, Diana, I don't really have a destination with it. There's no real goal with it but to really grow and become more of, like, who I am am required to be because I feel like there God like he knows who I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and right now she may not be aligning a hundred percent but she's at least trying you mm-hmm. know and so that is really what my life is about right now I feel like without God like I really would be nothing so like I'm always thankful for that because you know the church is kind of like a part of therapy because you go through those shit like little traumas in your life when you're younger and I feel like having God to really be on my side and knowing how God is within my mom's life I feel like really allows me to see what can occur in my life so like I enjoy my my days like like today I woke up like all right God we are late (laughs) we are late we are in session like I really like, there's days I really feel good, and I'm really just thankful to be alive. I'm really just grateful, and I feel like I wouldn't have those notions if it was not for God being within me. So, you know, I will continue my spiritual journey. One day I could have something more profound to say, but that's it for now. <laughs> that was pretty good, honestly. That was good. That was, that was, that was, good, that was a good answer. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we going to go into who put you on? Yes. Don't look at me like that, because... I just don't know what you got to put us on to. Like, wow. So what I'm about to put y'all onto is we have Keeks Curls with us today. And like we said earlier, she is a entrepreneur. Uh, and she has, uh, I would say right now, like a couple business ventures. <laughs> but I feel like, uh, tell us more about, you know, your little shameless plug that you told us about earlier. Mm-hmm. The Creating My Peace app. And also tell us about your uh, clothing line. Okay. So, um, where do I start? Basically... I already mentioned that I came out of, like, a really bad relationship. It was kind of toxic. So that started, like, my spiritual journey and getting closer with God, and that was in 2017. Long story short, <clears throat> God told me to leave school. Y'all can y'all can um, follow me <laughs> to, to, like, get the background story and all this. But um, God told me to leave school. I left school. I came home, didn't have a plan. So I just started, like, praying and getting involved with my um, – 
spiritual journey more and connecting with God. So I was doing that. And in the process of it, I was recording and keeping track of all this, what was going on, how I was feeling, journaling, all of that. And I was sending out daily, um, daily encouragement to my family and my friends texting them every day and that ended up turning into a list of like 50 people I was texting every day so I was like I need a more efficient way to do this and then came along the creating my peace app so creating my peace the name came from basically my journey and I was like praying one day and God gave me the name and I was just like okay why creating my peace though like why not creating your peace if it's for other people and he's just like no like I said creating my peace and I was like okay so I guess I said what I said <laughs> right I said what I said and I guess it's because he um it is individualized so that's the whole purpose of creating my piece is to empower individuals and allow them to know that everybody's journey is different and it's okay for your journey to be different like the way that I create peace in my life may not be your journey it may not be the way that you create peace like you may connect with you know meditating five times a day I'm just not going to do that and that's fine because it's the way that I'm creating my peace so it's like that's why I really love the name now. I was kind of confused by it at first. But, yeah, creating my peace app, you'll get daily notifications, you know, of encouragement, pieces of peace every morning to just, like, get you started through the day. You have access to sermons, um, meditation videos, and just a whole bunch of things. So download that. And then my clothing line is called Booked and Balance. It is a Christian streetwear clothing line. Um Basically, I was with Kamisi one day, and <laughs> we were shooting, and I was like, oh, I need a really dope crew neck and really dope shirt or whatever, and I could not find one, and then I was praying later on that night, and I'm like, God, you know, like, as you continue to, you know, bless me and, um, you know, give me more blessings, I just need you to stay with me because I don't need to get distracted, like, I just need your guidance as things get greater, and there's a um, scripture that related to that, and I was like, yo... I want to be booked and balanced, like booked, you know, in life and balanced, but still like in my spirituality and in Christ. So that's where booked and balanced came from. And it's just for the everyday creative that, you know, wants to stay booked, but also emphasizes their religion and the importance of God in their life. So that's that on that. Yeah, that's and, right. That was actually a really beautiful backstory <laughs> for both. Um, but yeah, you can find out more, you know, there will be links in the description. So please go check Licks that out. Or Links. <laughs> I will put some tongues now because you want to say licks. I, I'm sorry. Links in the description. So please check out the Create My Peace app and book them balance and follow and subscribe too. That will be everything. Yes, will be. subscribe to Keeks Curls. Mm-hmm. Descriptions will be, I mean, what is it? Oh, uh, info in the, in the Lincoln, D bar. Link in, in oh, the description. Not bio, bar. Description, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you have it all right. I don't. But yeah, so. Um, yeah, what are our black events, bitch? Since oh, she thought we were trying to say no. Right, fine, I will do it for us. Since you know, <clears throat> so you know, we're just gonna let you guys know early on that unauthorized black girl, like we we've been here for a minute now. You know, we're getting to our um, one year anniversary, and we Ew. wanna yeah, right. So we wanna make sure we can commemorate all of the effort and time that we've put in that you guys have been listening to us and supporting us because it really means so fucking much so much and uh we're going to be putting together an event soon and uh yeah just stay on the fucking lookout because it's gonna be lit as fucking fuck. lit all right and uh we're actually looking
looking for models, mm -hmm. videographers, and panelists for um, a domestic violence uh, panel. So if you are interested, please hit our DMs in any kind of capacity. Or if you just want to, like, you know, yeah, slide through into the DMs if you're kind of <laughs> interested. So, like, please be on the lookout. We're about to hop into our uncheckable quotes. And, you know, I'm going to give my little Bible scripture real quick. Shout out to Keeks Curls for being here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Isaiah 43.2, which is like my favorite, 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 favorite Bible scripture, okay? <laughs> no, it really is. Um, definitely helped me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in my life. So, yeah. I don't have to explain that because you, what, what me and God know. First of all, we didn't ask you anything. No one said, could you, could oh you God. elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my quote of the day is, this is actually from our story, which, you know, was posted today. And I personally feel like this was my, my journey, part of, uh, uh, part of something I've experienced. So the quote goes, it took the heaviness of a broken heart and the feeling of confusion mixed with sorrow to learn how important it is to love myself and to allow my intuition to be my guide. Um, and it's by Young Pueblo on Instagram. And, you know, just with my my relationship with relationships, I <laughs> personally connected with that quote because I feel like it's when I left my toxic situation that I really learned to love myself and, you know really be the bitch I was meant to be or at least get on that two path snaps. two snaps Year. thank you I just like the way you pronounce Pueblo do you do it again <laughs> do it again um I have an affirmation that we sent out on creating my peace app well it's a couple of them but I'll just probably say one it says I am always moving in the right direction no matter the speed so remember that the next time you want to you know get all worked up about being not, like not being on time yeah I'm looking at you because you tend to do that a lot mm -hmm. and I have to check you like sis it's okay mm -hmm. you know it's okay right. you're right on time you're right, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm a pop tart I'm pop out when I need to stay in line sometimes <laughs> kind of like push her back right. <laughs> you're like ah <laughs> stand the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and you know what this means, you know, that this is the close of the podcast. And we thank you guys so much for just listening and tuning in with us and our ratchet ass activities, specifically Diana, because she's a ratchet ass bitch. <laughs> Y'all know who the real ratchet is here. So I don't even feel like, I don't think we really need to get into this. <laughs> Whatever. She never wants to get into things, but she got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Keeks, for coming and joining yeah, our podcast me. episode. This is fun. Let's do it again sometime. For sure. Are you going to bring wine? Why would I bring wine? Okay, so then. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need that to record. Obviously, I do need we wine. know the alcoholic of the group. Right. Diana. Like, <laughs> have you seen Diana drink a margarita? We're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into yeah. it. Like, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. I am late. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's how she holds herself back. I have to back bring myself from, together. <laughs> from blacking. I cannot. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week and be blessed, you know, how we like to be. Yes. Find spirituality. Peace, Don't blessings, and abundance. <laughs> yeah, peace, blessing, and, and abundance. abundance yo. 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 Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard. Did you hear the thing I said? Peace, blessing, and abundance? No, I said, Don't be a heathen. 
Oh yeah, I heard it earlier. Oh, oh wait, you said it right now. <laughs> I'm saying it again, so oh. like they can hear. You're so annoying. <laughs> Whatever, cutting this part out. So. Ooh, I like the end on peace, blessing, and abundance. Ooh, 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 it's the end of this podcast. All right, we're done. Hey, we got Fifteen ooh, seconds. Yeah. Ooh, 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 yeah. This is what the fuck I have to deal <laughs> with. Ooh yeah. Oh, that was nice. Do it again. Nice, you like? Ooh yeah. <laughs> All right, Trey. <laughs>